Welcome to episode 67 of A Message From. We're your hosts. I'm Allison. I'm Edward. And I don't even know. What's going on? (laughs) I mean, same, same. Is anyone else (laughs) having like an insane week? I know both of us are. A few people I know have reached out to me and have also expressed that it's been a bleak I don't know if bleak is the right word, but just bleak like Bleak is the busy. right word. Like, busy oh, bleak and is the bleak. Right word? Can you hear the lifelessness <laughs> in my voice? It's just, I I can't believe how busy it was. How? Wait. No. Yeah. And the time went by so quickly. I just, I think, I think I told you this, but there was one point, I think it was on Tuesday, where I looked up and I'm like, what day is it? And then I was like... Oh my gosh, it's Tuesday. Like, I don't even know <laughs> what happened on Monday, what was going on. Yeah, yeah, it does feel like that. I know there's an eclipse today, I think. Today? Do you have Lunar any, uh... or solar? Ooh, that's a good question. Okay, I well, don't remember. <laughs> you're the one coming out here with this eclipse knowledge. I thought you might yeah. know which yeah, goal I should. it was happening to. Mm, but I accidentally deleted the one email I get that has like the astrology of the week. Oh. Um, I deleted it. I don't know why I deleted it. Of course, you get an astrology of the week email. Yeah, it's from... Ch- uh, oh, I can never say her name right. It's C-H-A-N-I. Chani? Chani? I think it's I think it's Chani. Chani? Like it's it's supposed to be like Annie with a ch. Cuz it looks like who, Chani, who but it's not. Who is this? I've never heard she's of this a, person. Chani Nicholas, she's like a um, I, I don't know if you would say like big time astrologer, like I don't know what that would mean. But she's like a Me she's neither, like one of the big ones. I don't you know? know any astrologers. <laughs> was But like she does stuff like, like Netflix Magellan, and stuff. And, an astrologer. No, Magellan was a cartographer. Okay, well. Right? I don't isn't that know. a map? <laughs> yeah, cartography is like the study of maps, but. No, 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 but isn't like a Magellan, is that a map? Is that not a map? Magellan was a guy. Y- yes, but I'm saying like, isn't that also a map though? A Magellan map? Like a type, you know, there are like different types of maps that all incorrectly display what Earth yeah, looks Yeah, Magellan's like. not one of them. I think Cartesian is one of them, and I should know this. I took a freaking map making course. Oh I, wow! Oh yeah, you I should can go see there. the books <laughs> from where I'm sitting right now. Um, but yeah, maps. I'm obsessed with maps. But yeah, it's interesting he how they're all Portuguese distorted explorer. in their own ways. I'm just not even listening to you talk about Chani no. right now. No, no, no. Now I'm talking about Magellan. Oh. He was Portuguese, in case you were curious. <laughs> he died in the Philippines. Oh, uh, sorry. Now I'm just reading his Wikipedia. Was he an astronomer? I know he sailed, right? He was a sailor. Well, he did. He do be doing the sailing. He was an ex- quote unquote explorer. So, so he probably. used the stars. I mean, everyone in that time period used the stars. <laughs> did they not? <laughs> like, true. 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 
Oh, he was killed in some battle. What? I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't realize Magellan was like a... Le- oh, he doesn't seem... I mean, I'm assuming he's probably not a good guy if he was a quote-unquote explorer. Um, I just assume 99% of the people from that time were like not good people. No, va- very valid. Very this valid. Is, this is such an incredible crossover happening right now because... What, this Magellan... This conversation! <laughs> because oh. <laughs> I've been watching way too much Outlander lately. Oh, we get to and- finally talk about Outlander. <laughs> finally! Tell the but- listeners... Tell the listeners first how many weeks you've been trying to talk about Outlander. Like three. Three weeks, <laughs> at least. Um, yeah, but... It's infiltrating every part of my life. Even this conversation we're having right now, because I won't give away too much in case anyone, you know, spoiler alerts, the show's been out Mm -hmm. for ages, but like, whatever. So in the episodes that I'm watching, an evil Portuguese ship has done some evil things and created a lot of problems for some of these characters in this show. So I'm like... Portuguese explorers. It's all coming together. There's definitely a an overlap going on there. I don't know how wide or large the overlap is, but it's there's an overlap. There's an overlap. And like I said, I don't want to get into too many details, but um, Outlander imagery is also infiltrating my dreams. Last night. Well, that's because you're consuming a lot of Outlander. The night before. <laughs> I know. I know. But... Um, my dreams are always dream wild. Night. My dreams are Do you always hear about? a Your dreams but. infamously are always wild. Always. Um, and they're just like outlander tinged because they're still like modern day. But there's a okay. lot of outlander influence in my dreams right now. <laughs> I would pro- That's because you're watching it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't I was always talking happen, about, though. Yeah. I was talking about Ellie Tay last night with a friend, mm-hmm. um, friend of the pod, Mario. And uh, then I dreamt about Manu Rios, and he ignored oh. me in my dream. Oh. But we were both teachers at a school. It was very weird. But that's all I'm going to say. Sad, <laughs> sad, sad. I know. How depressing. I, like, oh. Oh, I know. So sad. But I have seen him. Oh, did I ever tell you about the other Ellie Tay star that I saw? I think so. Which one? Um, the actress who plays Cayetana. Maybe. In my head, it I was thought like you told me you ago. had seen um, the actress who plays one of the professor's daughters, the short hair one. Have you seen her? Wait, sorry, who? The, the actress who's dating... Um, why am I forgetting every single one of their names? She's got the real short, dark hair... She's the professor, like the headmaster, the headmaster's daughter, daughter in the show. Yeah. Oh no, I've never seen her. Oh, I thought you had. What is her name? I don't know. Adi, Adi, Adi. Adi, yeah. Yeah. I no, forget no, no, her name because I don't like her. I was gonna say I don't really, I don't really care for Adi. Um, no, I haven't seen her, but I did see the actress who plays Kaitana, and I didn't say anything to her, even though we were in a cafe that was the size of a broom closet. So we were literally right next to each other, but at different tables. And I didn't say anything because I didn't know if I should say anything in Spanish or in English. And then also I wasn't sure how to pronounce her name. Oh, yeah. Because her name is Georgina. And I, for some reason, my brain shorted. 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 I, my, shorted. 
And I, I didn't know if it was Georgina or like Georgina, which I was like, in hindsight, that is the dumbest way to pronounce a name. No one's name is Georgina. Like that's not, that's not how things are pronounced. <laughs> is she like Spanish from Spain? Yeah, I think she's from Catalonia, mm. which is why her like Georgina. Yeah, I think is uh, M. But I don't remember. But anyway, she was just having her matcha and her breakfast, and had a great time. Like I'm assuming she had a great time and didn't ask. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I, I kind of forgot about that, and I was I don't know why I was thinking about it recently. I was thinking about the people who I've like run into in Spain. Um, <laughs> it's like literally just actors from LA and like that's it. I haven't run into like anybody else who's famous, even though they'd be all over the place all the time and live here. I can't believe you haven't seen anyone from Money Heist. Yeah, no. Sad. No. Nope, nope. Oh, have I? No, I haven't. Someone, everyone has seen um, the actor who plays Rio. Mm-hmm. Like everyone and their mother has seen that, that guy. I have a friend who currently goes to the gym that he goes to. Wait and it's a just minute. Like, I never see him. Wait a minute. Whose house just caught on fire? <laughs> Did you see? What? No. One, what? One of these guys in the... Was it the guy who plays Rio? One oh, of I their, have no idea. One of their homes just, like, done. Burnt and done. Who was oh it? God. I got to find was out. Was it in Casa de Papel? It was either that or Elite because those are the only ones that I follow, like, all the actors. Casa de Papel fire house yes it was miguel heran he's the one who plays rio right yeah yeah oh his house is gone all his stuff burnt to a crisp when he was first doing the instagram stories i was like wait is this serious when did this how did this a few weeks ago last month maybe i went avila yeah in april interesting yeah it was it was bad Actually, I was just talking about that show because you know how it takes place at the, what do you even call that? The Bank of Spain, in, Banco de España. That's the second heist they do. Mm. The first also, heist FYI, they do. if the, you've never watched the show, surprise. I, I mean, at that point, you can't even spoil that for yourself. It's like everyone must know, right? Like, yeah. it's so obvious. I would think so. Um, it's called Money Heist. Yeah, exactly, right? In English, um, yeah. Um, but no, the first location, the the printing, the money printing press, the, the mint, mint, the mint, the national mint. I mm-hmm. don't, I don't, I have no idea what we call that in English. It's located like five minute walk from here, oh. um, and I walk by it all the time now. But it's funny because it looks nothing. I mean, like the building is similar to what mm-hmm. is like filmed, but like the surrounding area is like nothing. Like what is in the show? <laughs> it's just like more buildings. Like there's just like side, like small yeah. streets around it. And it's very funny because it's just like, there's no way that, I mean, like you could drive a tank up to that building unless mm-hmm. you went on the like six lane street that's next to it. But anyway, I was just like talking to that with some friends this morning, actually. Now that that's I did bring it up, now that you bring it up. Yeah. So how did we get to here? We went from I don't even being know. down to eclipses, Magellan. to astrology, to Magellan, <laughs> to Portugal, to Outlander, to Casa de Papel. Two to famous Tay. actors, Ali Tay yeah. and then house fires. Anybody and else see them who has their house caught on fire? Well, speaking of fires, the other oh. night I'm sitting. Oh in my wow! Cha- <laughs> I'm sitting in my chair, right, like relaxing, reading a book, and I'm he- and the windows open, and I'm hearing these loud noises, like loud 
truck vehicle noises. And I'm like, is someone getting okay. a car towed? Like, what's going on? So I get up and I look out. Like, I go to the kitchen, look out the window. Fire trucks. Fl- lights flashing, flashing lights everywhere. Fire trucks everywhere. This is like on your street, you said? Right outside my apartment. Oh, wow. Firemen walking around, police, like people in the street. I'm like, what is going on? And then all of a sudden I see they're sending the huge ladder up. And it's because it's nighttime. It has all these lights along it. I'm like. Oh, right. Okay. What's going on? Is there a fire? What's happening? Is someone going to climb on the roof? But then they retracted the ladder pretty quickly. I was like, oh, darn. I was ready to see Would someone. you know there was a fire because you would like. Well, you would think, and I wasn't smelling anything, but I'm like, then why else are there two fire trucks here? Tons of um, firefighters walking around. Why are they putting the ladder up? I think it must have been like um, a gas leak or something. Oh, even worse. Because I was trying to hear, but I couldn't hear. Like, I was like, I watched this whole thing unfold You're from my kitchen window. You trying to be nebby, but you There's... didn't neb to the fullest extent. She just walked outside. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, event, like, a bunch of other people were walking. Everyone who had a dog was like, oh, my dog needs to go for a walk right now. <laughs> like, everyone who had a pee. dog was, like, casually walking their dog, trying to get the details. And I was like, I don't want to just, I'm not friends with anyone that lives here. I didn't want to just go out and be the nosy neighbor who's like, hey, what's going on? Like, Yeah, that's true. I don't, when I was visiting, you didn't say you knew anybody in the buildings. Yeah, no. So, um, Love that. like, the firefighters are going in and out of all these garages, and I'm trying so hard to hear what they're saying. And then I saw them searching this person's home, like, all the lights were off inside, and I could see their flashlights like looking Ooh. around yeah but uh they eventually went away there was like no water spraying or anything i think it was maybe like a gas issue oh yeah. well luckily nothing went kaboom right i'm like what do you remember when that church by my old apartment went kaboom yeah in the middle of the day Mm-hmm. terrifying so scary yeah i think about it all the time honestly i feel like now today and especially people in our generation and younger like we would literally just always expect the worst if anything like that ever happened i would just be like we're all gonna die yeah where does that come from literally all the tragedies we've lived through our entire lives right but it's like it's like but do other people feel like other generations feel that way? They also live through like lots of tragedies, right? Or are we just like, do we have more? Do we have more? I don't know. I don't. Do we have more? I don't know. I mean, I, I feel, feel like, like the people we were who naive, lived like, through like uh-huh. the Cold War era, I feel like they were prepared for like, I don't know, air raids or like nuclear meltdowns or something. But like. Right. Yeah. How real was it? I don't know. Like, how do they feel about that threat? Did you always feel like there was a threat? That could come at like now, where you're like, yeah, there's a threat, but like, it's not something you think about like day in and day out, probably. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, Anyway. enough of that deep shit. Um, Let's take a break and come back with another message. (laughs) (laughs) Something more upbeat. Hello, hello, Edward here. Just wanted to say. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to both myself and Allison. And it would mean even more if you sent us a message at 202-630-4509 or a message from pod at gmail.com. 
Also, while you're at it, go ahead and throw us a rate and review. Five stars always feels good. And check us out on amfpod.com for all the little extra content that we have. Now let's get back into it. Welcome back. We hope you relaxed, breathed off, washed off. You can't ask me that. You know, you're the one who's the consultant. (laughs) I know, right? Usually I'm the one who knows all these (laughs) phrases. We hope you have stepped out of the darkness we put you in in the first half (laughs) and into the light. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. We have a message, another message from Val. When she Mm -hmm. sent in her first message, it was kind of like a two-part story. And so we're going to get into the second story that she she so lovingly shared with us. I think my other story I had was about me going into an alleyway with a random German man in Nepal because I asked him where to find good food and he told us to show us and we finally trusted him. And then he said, wow, we are, um, what did he say? Oh, damn, I'm going to forget what he said. Oh, we're not scared for Americans. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, most Americans would be scared to do this. I was like, should I be scared to do this? Uh, whatever. No, he brought us to a great place, so we bought him a beer. And then when we told him, because, you know, Nepal doesn't have streets or anything, all we had was like a map with a circle on it and a star of where our hostel was. We were trying to figure out who we were going to get home. He's like, I have a friend with a motorbike. Let me take you. Uh, We walked out of the city center and just got on a random motorcycle with a random human, and I showed him my circle-drawn map with a star. I'm pretty sure we hit two pedestrians, but we made it. Wild times in Nepal. Of wild times. I'd love to go. Love to go. I would um, too. Luckily, that worked out for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked I out have, so well. I have a story that involves being in an interesting situation and then coming out fine on the other end. Okay. I was so this was oh god, t- like math time math terrible terrible at time math many years ago. Uh, twenty. 13? Mm-hmm. Nine years ago. Yeah? Yeah. 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 You're, the, you're saying it as if that you're not I trusting my math. When you but. were saying, like, terrible with time math, I thought it was this was going in a different direction. Like, I thought that was, pu- like, embedded in the story. I wasn't prepared to answer a math question. Oh, no. I, that was a legit math question. <laughs> no. I always tell people, I don't do math on the weekends. That's my day job. This is true. This is true. And it's a Saturday, so no math for you. I believe it has been nine years since the event took place. I spent two weeks in Greece with a bunch of friends because we were studying in Paris. And we were we had Easter holidays. And we go. And we arrive to Athens. And I really wish I would have written more stuff down, you know? Mm-hmm. Just in general in life. Because, like, things are fuzzy. And I'm not even 30. (laughs) You know what is so insane? Like, it makes me sick how some things I can remember perfectly and then other things I'm like, have no memory of. And it's like such a struggle for me to remember the details. And it makes me so mad. I'm like, my brain isn't shriveled and dead yet. Hello. I exercise every day. Do you? Are you too too Italian every day? I practice other languages. I read. Maybe you need to do more. What more can I do? I don't know do? what that would be, but... Sometimes <laughs> I, I do brain. puzzles. Puzzles. There you go. A little Sudoku every morning. Oh, I do love Sudoku. 
There you go. There you go. So anyway, maybe I need maybe I need to as well because I can't remember most of the details of the story. But <laughs> we went to Athens. We well, we flew in and out of Athens, but we were traveling around. Um, and getting to Athens, we must have arrived at like some ungodly hour because it was nighttime. And I we just like okay. Another thing is there were at least fourteen of us on this trip, so this was like a large amount of people going on this trip and it was like not sanctioned by like any study abroad program so this was truly like our own doing right and so we get there and we all are supposed to go to a hostel we're spilling out for like two or three days and i don't remember planning any of this like i'm pretty sure like someone of the 14 people maybe a couple of them planned it and the rest of us just like hit book hit like yes pay for this hit this and just like mm-hmm. showed up and did the thing so, like, I don't even think we bought our ferry tickets until we were in Athens, which in hindsight, like, that's insane. Like, we must have spent so much money on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> but I have no recollection. So, we get to Athens and I'm like, it's dark, dark, dark. And, like, two people decide they're going to walk to the hostel because they were like, we don't want to pay for the taxi. And everyone else was like, we're going to take the taxis, obviously. And while on the way there, the cab drivers told all of us separately. We were definitely in like three or four cars or whatever. They were like, uh, whatever you do, when we got to the hostel, they were like, just don't ever leave this hostel at night. Like, don't go out at night in this area. What? And we were like, what? Saying this as like, we get out of the car and they're like giving us our bags. They're like, just don't ever leave out. Like, don't go outside at nighttime. Like, just stay in your hostel. So like day one, we're like, what? And I'm thinking, oh my God, those two other people who walked. Like, are they going to be okay? You know what I mean? Also, this is, like, early years of me traveling around. So, like, mm-hmm. I am, like, fully just believing these taxi drivers. Um, And we get to this hostel. And I shit you not when I say the man who, like, was running the show there looked like Gollum had survived <laughs> Lord of the Rings and, like, grown some hair Stop! and, like, got a job. And I'm not saying, like, it was not, it was less how he looked. It was more his demeanor. No, no, I'm I'm just, like, shocked. Yeah, no, it was, like, terrifying. We were, like, okay, well, we're not going to leave the hostel, let alone our hostel rooms. Like, <laughs> we were just, like, no, 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 no. And then we, like, leave and go out the next day, and it's, like, totally fine. But it just turned out that it was, like, it's apparently was this area that just had a lot of, like, shifty situations going on at night. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. it, for who knows what reasons, but it was just like, everyone ended up being fine and yeah. ended up being a great time. And obviously I would die to go back, but it was just like one of the things where I was like, was it that bad? Like, am I remembering this correct? Like, why did the cab driver say it was so terrible? I don't the, What scared me most was the man who owned the hostel. <laughs> that was the scariest part. Yeah. I feel like I, I end up in situations where like in hindsight, I'm like, that was probably a little more risky than I thought it was at the time. <laughs> like, oh, I feel like okay. I just always like, what? like I'm always aware of my surroundings and I'm careful and I'm not just like walking around like an airhead with like, you know, I yeah. I feel like I'm smart about situations, but I'm as a result I'm also like never really overly concerned about anything. Like I used to, I okay. when we lived in France, um, the neighborhood that I lived in, 
like not many people knew I lived in that neighborhood. And like if you were to go out of my building and if you were to turn right, it's like all good, normal, no questions. But if you were to go uh-huh. out of my building and turn left, people were like, that's not a good neighborhood. Like, why do you <laughs> live there? And I kind like, of remember that. I, I kind of remember that. I didn't even, like, worry about it or think twice about it. But it's, like, one of my students who um, had moved to France with his family from Portugal when he was in, like, fifth grade. And he was... He was... He frustrated me. This is... I gotta... This is beside the point. He frustrated me uh-huh. because he was one of those people who's so smart and so intelligent, but just, like, couldn't be bothered with school and was, like, a troublemaker. So he was always getting in trouble. And it kind of uh-huh. bothered me that, like, teachers were so hard on him because I'm like, you know how smart he is. He's just, like, doesn't want to deal with gallon. this. Yeah. Something else is going on at home. But anyway, he, like, knew the portuguese like corner shop that was right next to my apartment and was like shocked that i lived in that neighborhood <laughs> but i would say was... some of the kids that i worked or not worked well some of the kids that i taught when they like would see me leave the apartment building that we apparently all lived in together they were just like what are you doing here and i was like <laughs> yeah I, I live here and I like, just, just like why do you live around. here and i was like i don't know <laughs> um don't know. but yeah there was this um really convenient tunnel that if you went under the tunnel you would come out on the other side and go up the stairs and the train station was right there so it's generally how tunnels work (laughs) actually no that's not true tunnels don't always work that way (laughs) it was um well it was a shortcut to the train station but it was also like sometimes i would walk through there at night and i would be like i should probably walk a little faster Oh, 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 yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I've walked, like, the entirety of this city center in Madrid, just, like, at night. Okay, so, when I lived in Madrid nine years ago, so this was after Paris, still using the same time math. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, it was, like, a different city then. The city has changed a lot mm-hmm. in general, um, just in the time that I've lived here, but like even the three years between me moving here again and studying, like things had changed. And then get, I lived in the city center, which uh, a lot of the people who lived in host families, lived, lived with host families, they lived sort of not like out of the city center necessarily, but they were like farther up north or like farther out. Um, and so they would generally take like cabs when we would like go home at night mm-hmm. um, from like going out and stuff. And I'd be like, well, I'm just going to walk because like I live, I lived in Chueca. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you, you know, that is like, yeah. it's nothing. Um, and in hindsight, going from Atocha to Chueca is like nothing. Um, but sometimes it felt a little far. But anyway, the point being is that most of the time I was just leaving Seoul to go to Chueca. And I was like, well, I'll just walk. But there's like <laughs> this one street. I can't remember the name of it. It's the same. It's got the same name now, but they've like redone it and they're still doing a bunch of construction on it. It's the one when you were here, they were doing all the construction. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was opened with the new Metro thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the new mm-hmm. Metro entrance. Yeah. Um, which is like so dumb. But anyway, uh, that road used to just be like lined with prostitutes. Oh. And I like just didn't realize that. I mean, like I was just like walking home, you know, like I wasn't mm-hmm. interacting with these people, but they would like see me so often like walking up and down at like night they would just like say hi to me and they were never like you know yeah. trying to solicit anything for me because i think they they understood they put two and two together but um <laughs> <laughs> 
but they were like always very nice to me but it was one of those things in hindsight where i was like should i have just been like saying hi to a bunch of prostitutes all the time like probably not <laughs> but yeah, prostitutes well. are people and they were very very nice to me and i don't know where they are now because they yeah where'd they, they go like, now i think they're still sort of on that street but i don't really know where they've dispersed to hmm. it's interesting because now the everything's changed so much but um that's that. i once took a a cab ride that i was nervous about um no <laughs> so i was in montreal and we were i was there with a large group of people because it was part of an internship but then we would have like um a few like weekend trips or day trips here and there uh-huh. and we were doing a trip to um montreal and quebec city So we were in Montreal for like straight up 24 hours. It was only 24 hours. So some people like obviously went home at a normal... We were staying in these dorms at... um, I don't remember which college or university it was, but the dorms were empty over the summer because we were there in the summer. So they Uh would like always rent out um, dorms as hotel rooms, which was so odd because it was the same thing like in Ottawa when I was living in Ottawa during that internship... I lived in like a high rise dorm for one of the universities there in the summer. Oh, so they just like rented them out as like long term stays in hotel rooms. Um, okay. So we're in Montreal and like didn't even think twice about the fact that we're like, we're going to make the most of this. We're literally here for one day and night. We're leaving super early in the morning. Like we've got to see everything and do everything. So we didn't even think about the fact that, like, the metro would stop running at a certain point. I think it stopped running at, like, 2 a.m. or something. And so all of a sudden, we're like, okay, we got to go back to our dorm, get a few hours of sleep before our train to Quebec City. Um, And the group of people that I was with, I was the only one who could speak French. And Uh even then, like, my French was nowhere near what it is now. And uh, then yeah. on Big top of that, me. on top of that, like French Canadian, you know that oh. accent. Mm. <laughs> so <laughs> I cannot understand. It's so <laughs> difficult, right? So it's like 2.30 in the morning, we get in this cab. I'm like, this man could just do whatever. Like, we don't know the area. We don't know where we are. We're just hoping that my like rudimentary French skills <laughs> can get get us home because he was not speaking english um yeah at all and i was like well we'll see what happens let's hope he can find our because i don't think he even knew the address like i knew the name of the place we were staying and stuff but i don't think i could rattle off like oh it's 265 whatever street you know yeah yeah so i was just like oh we'll get there if we get there (laughs) oh we got there. It was fine. And then, like, got into my, my dorm room. It was literally, like, there was a bed and a trundle bed. So mm-hmm. me and my roommate, who I was living with in Ottawa, like, we were obviously sharing a room there. So I had to, like, squeeze through the doorway. Because when you pulled the trundle out, there was, like, not I'm a lot no of space. space. It was, like, yeah. the door opens. There's, like, dresser, closet, trundle. And that's it. So I was, like, squeezing in, trying to be all quiet and get the trundle bed. <laughs> But yeah, we made oh it home. Oh my god! Safely. I've um, also been yeah in a cab situations before where I was like, 
okay, like I need to get somewhere very quick. We do not speak the same language and like we don't have a sim- we don't have a similar language period within either of our repertoires. Which is crazy because you would think between like three or four languages you could figure it out, but that's not always the case. That's true. That's true. I was in Poland, so oh, okay. it was kind of like it made yeah. It was not like it would be over here, or, yeah. But hey, we're alive to tell the stories, and we that's are. what's important. Val can tell her story. You can tell your stories. I can tell my stories. And today we're done with stories. We're done. So thank you again, Val, for sending in your messages. We really, really appreciate it. You'll be getting another postcard. And if you want another post, if you want a postcard or another one, I don't know. Maybe you've already sent in a message. You can do so at 202-630-4509 if you live in the United States. If you don't, you could email us at a message from pod at gmail.com. Uh, check us out on amfpod.com for extra stuff. I think you have something going on with a book. I think a book review. We believe it's a book review. We believe it's a book review. You can find out at amfpod.com <laughs> if it's a book review. And check us out on Instagram and Twitter, which you can find on amfpod.com. And rate and review us uh, five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that fun jazz. And... Um, we will we'll be around in another week to whisper sweet nothings into your sweet ears. That we will. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.